Do it alone, do it alone, it's a self-guide, it's a self-guide. Bring 
worship you. We give you the glory, the honor, thanks. We come before you praising you for your goodness and your mercy. Every door you've opened, every blessing you have provided. God, we pray for each other and intercede for one another. 
We pray in the name of the Lord that you would have your way in their life. Rule and reign in my brother, my sister, the life. Work miracles, God. Give deliverance. Answer prayers. Give breakthroughs. Give financial blessings. Whatever they stand in the need of, grant it in the name of the Lord. Rebuke the devil. Bind him on every side. Let your perfect will rule and reign in our lives. In Jesus' name, Father, we pray. Thank you for the blood that cleanses us from all of our sins. We acknowledge our transgressions. As we come before you tonight, God, I simply pray that you put a hedge around this place and bind every distracting and demonic spirit. Save somebody tonight that needs salvation. Restore somebody who drifted away from you. I'm praying that somebody who's unsure would get assurance. Somebody who needs the church, God, don't let them look any further. Cause them to come in Jesus' name. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bless you. We give you the glory, the honor. Give this little frail body of mind your strength. Clarity of speech and anoint us to be your mouthpiece. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, and amen. Standing here, not knowing how I'll get through this death, but holding on to faith, you know best. And nothing can catch you by surprise. You've got this figured out, and you're watching us now. And when it looks as if we can't win, you wrap us in your arms and step in. And everything we need, you supply. You've got this in control, and now we know that you made a way. When our back was against the wall, and it looked as if it was over, you made a way. And we're standing here only because.
I want us to take a just 30 seconds, if you will. Brother, I just want you to minister on that on that guitar. I want you to raise your hands in his presence and let's just worship God all over this room. Come on, everybody, let's worship God all over this room.
Raise your hands, Ray. 
and to spread your good word. Yes, Lord. Lord, if anybody judges us for spreading your word, Lord, that they'll be handled by you. Yes, Lord. Lord, and as we go to our destinations this morning, help us to be able to have no hurt, harm, or danger, but fail us, Lord, but that your hand is covering us. Yes, Lord. Lord, that those, whoever, wherever they're going, school, work, wherever, that there may be no collisions, no matter what yes. transportation they're taking, let them be safe, Lord. Bus, bike, car, walking, Lord, that they may be safe on their journeys. Yes, Lord. Lord and I for my family down in Texas, Lord. Lord, bless them as well. Lord, that we all may be going through something, Lord, we can just give it up to you and lay it at your feet. Yes, Lord. Lord, and I thank you for everybody, Lord, and I thank you for the good people. Lord, and I thank you for letting me be able to have time to come on the line this morning that I made, I was able to come on. And my name is Sean Hamashiach. Thank God for my dad and for everybody. That, Lord, without him, I probably even wouldn't know you, Lord. In my name, I'm Shia. I pray. And I got children say, Selah. Selah, hallelujah. Amen. We do thank you this morning, Shama, for you coming. I know you have to get out to school. Is there anything you'd like to say before you go to your president? Adam is here. Hi, Shama. How you doing? Morning. Hello. Oh, good morning, Adam. Good morning. Good morning. Good to hear your voice. Good to hear you. your prayer. I know you getting ready for school. Pray you have a great day today. You know, have a prosperous day. Keep your mind on Christ, and you know, let Him lead and guide you throughout your day. All right. You too. Thank you. All right. And don't put up your rip ups. <laughs> Ripped up today. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Your rip, rips. <laughs> we just call them rips, right? So I'm going to put the rips on. <laughs> oh, girl, mama be just... <laughs> I pray for you, though. I pray for mama. <laughs> I pray for y'all over yonder. But it's all oh, good, yeah. though. Hey, uh, when you when you get a break today, uh, you know, maybe at school or whatever, just call me so I can make you laugh, okay? All right. Yeah, I found all your quails, so anyhow, uh, call me later and I'll tell you, okay? <laughs> all right. <laughs> all righty, dear. Well, it's been like two years, but it's okay. Amen. So nevertheless, <clears throat> I need to get into this word because I got to get off of, uh, off of this line today. Today is trash day, and Mama will be coming home from New York tomorrow. And so I better try to get things to clicking right here, you know. So that's what I got to do is get things working. So let me put Chris Tomlin back on while I get my scriptures. Hallelujah. Yeah. 
And I and, and I stopped and I flipped the channel and I said, Lord, why am I so caught up with destruction? And I began to say, Lord, you have your way. And then they said that this could be a flood of the Bible days. They, 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 people so quickly wants to go back into remembrance of the biblical floods and how Jordan used to be swelling, and the people couldn't cross over Jordan. So that was a season in the Amazon right now. In the Amazon, uh, it floods the same way. And so the tribes and then the herdsmen and the peoples around in that vicinity, they know every year to get up to a higher level because the water is going to come. So when they do their hunting, they're going to get all they can get before these things happen. What about you this morning? Hallelujah. Are you available to get this word today? Hallelujah. You know, one day this word is going to be a shortage for this word. And, you know, if something don't taste good to you, hallelujah, it just might be good for you. Hallelujah. All the bad tasting stuff, Bible flushed down our neck. That's why I don't understand why everybody have to go and get all these shots and stuff. Back in the days, we got one shot. That was a, a booster shot. Still got the mark on my arm. What in the world shot can they shoot you with? They're leaving a scripture on your arm. It had to be some bad stuff. We take all kind of shots, you know, and uh, it ain't left no uh, indention on our arm. This thing, this shot here was uh, uh, full of all types of things. And I think what happened in the midst of these shots is uh, the different makeup, the way this thing was made, and uh, the way it was administered. You know, we we need to get back to the basics. Get back to the basics. Hallelujah. The song we used to sing when I was raising my sons and daughters, we need to get back to the basics of life, a heart that is true. So do please check on this. Did it flood in the park? Did it flood in the park? My poor wife texted me earlier this morning. She worried about her baby. Irish. She wants to know. She said we're gonna get a lot of rain by noon. If so, do please check on Iris. Did it flood in the park? Iris is well taken care of that because I've already shut up temple. Hallelujah. I pray daily concerning the things that we need to we need to we need to just let go and let him today. We need to just let go, stop all of our whining, and just let him do what he said he'll do. And he has promised us excuse me, that he would never leave us, never forsake us, and uh, uh, that he will be with us even until the end of the world. And so my expectation this morning is with him. I don't know about the end of the world, but I do know that somebody world ended yesterday. Hallelujah. The end of driving, waiting on red lights and expecting calls. 
waiting on the sick to get well. Hallelujah. An end has came. And there's never an end to the word of God. So we want to have this word this morning. We're still talking about the first cre- the first man in the creation. And I'm going to start right down here where it says uh, an action. That's around Genesis 1, Once the divine counsel made the decision to make the special creature, it was done. The divine counsel. You, you, you never really thought about it. It was a divine counsel. See, God, the Almighty, no one knows who else was beside him. Hallelujah. He said, the spirit descended upon the face of earth. Now he says, he's talking about a divine counsel. So God uh, created in his own image. The very fact that we have intellect, emotion, and will is both a great blessing and a possible hindrance. You see? So it says that your will and your emotion could also be a hindrance because uh, man, man heart, out of man heart flows the issues of life. Hallelujah. So if you got a lot of issues this morning, you know, it could be with your family, your friends, your whoever, you know, you, you, you need to partake of the word of God so you can realize that you can't prosper with all this junk, all this junk in your mind. You, 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 you gotta be free. Hallelujah. You got to be free. Hallelujah. Trying to text my wife back. Amen. So she can stop texting. But she knows this time of morning what's going on. Ain't nothing going down but the word. I don't care about the flood or none of that stuff. It's not like it's my first flood. It ain't the second flood I've been in, water up to my neck. You know, and you know, and here come another flood. And I want you people to wake up and understand that I'm not here for no safe form of fashion. You know, uh I don't get, I don't get, uh, 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 I get the most of life being here. What I don't get, you understand me, is how you people can just run to and throw up and down the streets, busting church doors down, and there ain't no change. There's no change. You know, change is within. It's not without. It's not going to happen, amen, just because you're going to church and working the auxiliary board. You know, you need to know. Your prosperity is not going to come from your pastor. It's not going to come over the pews. It's not going to come through the church doors. What you're doing now is you're sharing and we're caring. These are members of his body. We're going to visit the members of his body. Hallelujah. Well, if you're going to be a part of his body, wouldn't you think you need to learn how the body is to function? You're not just functioning, amen, on your education today, but you're functioning on the divine revelation that he made man. 
Hallelujah. And the very fact that we have intellect, emotions, and will is a both a great blessing and a possible hindrance. We know that we all have the ability to think, love, and obey, which means we have a wide perimeter of freedom as the most high special creates creatures. That means that we can make choices, but these can be either good or bad. We have the freedom to think as the most high thing. But since he did not make us robots, we also have the freedom to think contrary to the way he thinks. We have the freedom to love him and one another, but we also have the freedom to reject him and his creatures. We have the freedom to obey him and the teaching of his word. But that means we also have the freedom to ignore and disobey him. See, so this thing is flip side coin. You know, you know. otherwise he's saying uh, this may not be what you want. You know, I can't say this may not work for you because then that would be an erroneous statement concerning this word. This word will work for anybody. This word will work for a dog. Hallelujah. Now, my dog, you understand me, Leo, he is not a human. But he sure understand right from wrong. He understand. He was having so much fun yesterday. He forgot that he's supposed to be on the sidewalk, but it was just too much traffic on the sidewalk. Too many cars and stuff, you know, that running from driveway to driveway, trying to keep up with I and the, I and the pastor uh, on the on the four wheeler. You know, we ride in the four wheeler, and the dog is actually just running, having fun, and uh, uh, he just about outrun the four wheeler. You know, he just about stay. He wait on us, and when he see us coming, he take off. And I noticed, and he noticed that he was running in the streets with us. And I said, "Leo, you are out of bounds." He jumped back on the sidewalk and kept running. So he know. We know that the word of God is true. Why would I get up every morning? It, I don't even get up because I lay there and I try to dismiss the program. I try to dismiss it at the face basis. So while today is Friday, I have so much to do and it's going to rain. I'm going to go ahead on and just dismiss the program. It ain't happening. It's not my will that I do this deal. See, I'm not even living on my own will anymore. I'm living on his will because I just gave up. Because I found out that all the worrying and the there's too much to worry about. We're worried about our children, which they all are grown, but they're teenagers enough to not even think about them. Because if you're going to worry about them, you're going to have some problems. So what I learned to do, I learned to lay down my word to the most high, what I expect and what I want. And I remind him as I come daily in your word, Father. Give me, I have the assurance that everything's going to work out for my children and everything and concerning my wife, my life, and, you know, Iris and everyone. I have this assurance. But I just want it on my time. I want them to hurry up. I want Shama to come. So I text her again. You know, Dad's still looking for you. So I said at 7.15, you know, she's be here. I'm going to start. So one man said, no, don't start. She's coming. See, he gives me the assurance.
This is the liberality that I'm telling you about this morning. You don't have to wait till midnight. Just wait. Stop putting the time on how long you're going to wait. Just if you ask him to do something for you, hallelujah, believe that he's going to do it. He may not do it today or tomorrow. Hallelujah. Be like the people in the nursing home. You know, in the nursing home, you all ought to be ashamed of yourself. It's one thing to put your people in the nursing home to be in the rehabilitation to help them get better. But it's another thing. You roll them in there, amen, as I saw some families do. Leave them. Go and gun it. I mean, take all that money that they didn't work for, and you just left them now. And then I don't see you no more. I mean, I know I don't see you no more because I'm the one be there uh, preaching on Saturdays and on Sundays. So, and the little old lady, she says, I'm waiting on my daughter. That's all she says, I'm waiting on my daughter. So I came up with a plan for her. I explained it to her. She understood and she smiled. She said, yeah, you're right. I said, baby, over here, we got it made. We're going to eat and we're going to sleep. And we're going to have people around us caring for us. I said, this is what the Most High set up for us. He didn't set this place here, you understand me, knowing that you would be, not, not that you should came. But he knew that one day you were going to have to have a better place of comfort. I said, in this place right here is on our way home. I said, just you just stop by. You just stop by. And your daughter, your daughter, she's coming. She said, yeah, she's supposed to come today. I said, well, maybe she will come today. But keep in mind, if she, no, she said this week. I said, well, keep in mind, if she don't make it this week, you pray that God let you live to see another week, so then you will have money. And I break it down, and it's and it's and they smile. The, 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 she smile, and the other people in there, in there, they hear it too. They hear the words that I tell her, and the rest of them say Amen, because they need this word too. So the Most High, He giving you pastors after His heart, not after your heart. Because he said your heart is desperately wicked, and, 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 and who can know your wicked heart? So we need for all of our wicked desires this morning to get out. Let's get them on the table today. Get yourself up on the table today, amen, and give yourself a sacrifice to him. And pray and say, Father, take from me all these evil desires and all these things that does not give you the glory and just die to him. Hallelujah. I'm going to turn it over to A.D. Uh, it says, uh, we have the freedom to think as God thinks. But, excuse me, since he did not make us robots, you understand? Uh, 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 uh. We have the freedom to obey him and the teaching of his word. But that means we also have the freedom to ignore and disobey him. All of this shows us that being made in the image of the Most High is a great blessing. But it carries great responsibility as well. See, it, it, it's a responsibility. Hallelujah! This morning, Amen. Because if you reject him, Amen. There's no sense of you laying up there, Amen, in your state of suffering and saying, "Oh God, Oh God," is not what you should say. You should be trying to repent, repent, and ask him to give you another chance. Give you another chance, Amen. You know you're going to do better. Hallelujah. Amen. This time we're going to turn it over, amen, to amen, the pastor. Hallelujah. Let him have his way this morning. 
Hallelujah. Thank God for him. In his in his book on Philippians called Last of Him, Chuck Swindoll, that's the book you one of the books you have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Chuck's a powerful book. I put it in the book. Chuck Swindoll, good good teacher. This discusses these freedoms at length. Because we are free to do these things, we are also free not to do them. We are free to make wrong choices. <clears throat> How well we know, in fact, we can, we can continue to make them for so long that we can wind up in our own self-made prison of consequences. Amen. Amen. He then explained that such living leads to bondage and addictions, which he referred to as freedom out of control. Amen. So we begin to see that uh, Chuck Swindoll begin to, amen, uh, begin to give us, amen, a breakdown and an understanding and to come to, uh, begin to summarize uh, Ephesians, amen. And uh, like you said, we begin to talk about the freedom that God has given us, a freedom to serve him, amen, and a freedom not to serve him. And that same thing he gave to Adam and Eve in the beginning, amen. He told them, amen, God didn't chain them to a tree and told them, hey, just stay right here, I'll be right back. I gave them the word, which was the commandment, to keep the land. Amen. Name the animals, do everything you, that was pleasing to you, but do not trust, touch this tree. We got to set parameters, amen, in our lives. Amen. And so he did in the beginning. His word, when he give a word, that is a commandment. See, we think a oh, commandment is just, uh, thou shalt not kill thou. If God said something and God told the children of Israel, not to do this or not to do that. That was a commandment. Why? Because that was something you're supposed to follow, like a parent. A parent give out commands, rules, and regulations, and uh, lay down laws in their own home. Amen? So the same thing with the father. The father did the same exact thing. He laid out, amen, rules, laws, regulations, and commands to Adam and Eve in the beginning. Told them not to mess with this tree. Amen? That was in the midst of the garden. He didn't, uh, uh, like you say, he didn't chain them up or he didn't put them, uh, uh, put a gate around them, told them, oh, y'all stay right here, y'all just right here and don't go over there. Well, of course I'm not going to go over there because you got me in this thing. Amen. But no, God gave them freedom, gave them a, um, a mindset, amen, of to <clears throat> take what he said or not to do it. A free will, amen, is what it's called. So Adam and Eve, amen, had to deal with that. That free will is when. You can do, you can, like the scripture said, even with the uh, the excerpt said, that you can do whatever it is that you want to do. You can go against God with it for as long as you want to, but guess what's going to come with that? That's going to come with that addictions. And then let's read that again. He then explained that such li- living leads to bondage. See, you're going to be bound up and you're going to have addictions, which you refer to as freedom out of control. You know, see, that? that's what happened. People... We want to get to a, a place in, in our lives where, oh, man, I'm grown. I can do what I want to do. And guess what? When you do what you want to do, you're going to do what you want to do. You want to go have sex. You want to do drugs. You want, you're free to do all these things. Do what these things will, will attach themselves to you and become addictions and become bondages and strongholds in your life to the freedom that you thought you had, you don't really have. Why? Because these other things bind you. You're not free to shake them away. You, you're not free to, hey, man, I don't want to that. See, now it has you at grips. You know, 
uh, smoking cigarettes. You, you, you free. You was free to do that. But now you can't even drop the cigarettes because if, even if you wanted to. Why? Because it's in your body now. The nicotine has it got you. You're sitting there craving it. You got an addiction now. The freedom you thought you had only led you away from the most high. Amen. So we get a misunderstanding, amen, of what free will is. Amen. God give us that, but also know that if we don't follow God, you're going in the path of Satan. And the same path, amen, is not the path that we want to go. Amen. Which you're bound, you become bound. Amen. You you no longer free, you become bound to him and his addictions and things of the flesh. Amen. See when when we were following in God's word and doing his word, we had to worry about uh following up uh, uh, to these addictions. And even if we did, we know that according to Scripture, we have an advocate with the Father. And guess what? Once we prayed and repented and turned from those evil ways, see, that's the thing. When we pray and repent, amen, we don't pray and repeat, amen. We begin to try to turn, amen, live a life, amen, that's opposite of the life that we were living initially, amen. So that's how, amen, free will, amen, uh, God did begin to give that in the beginning. God didn't make it where you was a one-track mind person like we were robots. Amen? We, 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 God gave us a decision to choose him or not to do it. Amen? Let's continue. We are the climax of God's creation. You know? You know we're, we're the pinnacle of his creation. That, that outside of him, amen, and the Son and the Holy Spirit that was done that moved over the waters in the beginning, we are the climax. Amen? We are above everything that was else that was created, amen? Above the animals, the trees, the water, the birds. We are the ultimate creation. Why? Because he gave us dominion, amen? You don't give dominion to a lesser being or to a lesser, amen, organism. God didn't give dominion over the, over the birds to rule everything. He didn't give it over to the, to the lions or to the, even though they said the lion is the king of the jungle. That's the king of the jungle, but not over the face of the earth, amen, which he gave to man who was a perfect creation. Amen. So that's at the climax. Amen. That's at the pinnacle, at the highest peak. Amen. <clears throat> we are the climax of God's creation, but with that comes the responsibility to be what He wants us to be. Amen. So while we rejoice in that privilege, privilege, we must also reflect seriously on ramifications. We don't think about consequences and ramifications. Amen. For doing the things that we want to do. Amen. Even though we're the pinnacle of creation, amen, we're God's perfect, amen, uh, 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 masterpiece, amen. We don't see that as a charge, amen, that we should live before him and walk before him. Amen. We take that as we should just go the route on three wheels and just do what we want to do. And then when it's time to face God or when it's time to, uh, I'm going to get my life together. I'm gonna, oh, man, I'm, I'm working on myself. But we're not, we not inching nowhere close to him. We're not trying to do nothing that's going to bring us to him. Amen. We want to do things that feel good and feel, amen, pleasurable to the body. Amen. So we deal with those ramifications. Amen. Or we try to think we don't have to deal with the ramifications because we're, we're free to do whatever we want to do. And that's not so. Genesis 1.27 indicates that God created both the man and his wife on the same day. The details for this are recorded in the next chapter. Verses 18 and 25, where we are told specifically that God went about bringing Eve into the creation and to Adam. Men and women are equally valued and loved by God, and we do not have to fight for laws that declare such truth. Amen. Genesis 1:28. This is the 
time we read, and God blessed them. Amen. The first referring to the sea creatures and the birds. Both blessings involve reproduction. And the one directed, amen, to mankind as dominion. There are these phrases in the blessing, the first being generic and the second explaining the first in more detail. Both phrases deal with reproduction with the third referring specifically to dominion, amen. God, amen, being set up here, amen, to reproduce, amen, and us being the climax of this creation, amen, he wants us to procreate, amen, and fill the earth, amen. <clears throat> That's why we were uh, part of our creation, amen, to be here, amen, and be productive, not just reproduce and have children, but produce in our lives, amen, to show forth our praises, amen, just like the garden, amen, our life should be full of water, amen, with the word, which is the word, amen. We should have trees, amen, bearing good fruit in our lives, amen. The things that we might have around us, amen, which we know in the biblical days, uh, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, amen, uh, Adam and Eve, all these people had land, amen, they had animals, amen. <clears throat> and these, these animals, amen, these sheep, she and she asses and goats, amen, and bullets, amen, and all these animals, amen, would bring forth profit, would bring forth money, because why? They helped till the land, amen, they helped reproduce, amen, with it was food, amen. So all these things equaled up to great money and great wealth, amen. That's why when we read, uh, according to the book, the, mil the Millionaires in Genesis, amen, you can point to these people had land, amen. These people had uh, sheep, they had families, they had houses. They had wives, amen. They had children, amen, which were, which were caused by reproduction, amen. These people weren't just by themselves. When you read, it was the one person, and they did all the work, and uh, uh, they were rich, and they were sitting out in the hall, and they had nothing to pass down in their heritage to, amen. Nobody to pass down in their heritage to. They had children. They had families. They had a wife. They had children, amen. These, these by showing the reproduction in their life, amen. So when you get this word, amen, you should reproduce, amen. You should show, amen. You should be adding to what you're getting. That's what that's the whole reason God put us here, amen. To reproduce, amen. To add, amen. That's what when God created, God began to add, amen. Put forth the trees, put forth the light. He, he began to add into the void that was in the earth. He began to show forth reproduction. Created everything. Amen. Let us, amen. The word let us, amen. <clears throat> And it said, God said, and then when you begin to read in the concordance, it talk about Elohim said, let there be light. Amen. When you talk about the Elohim, Elohim, when you break that down, amen, El being God and Elohim is God. Amen. That's letting you know, that's speaking of the God that was talking about in John. And that was God the Son, God the, uh, God, the, uh, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit. Amen. All of them were there in the beginning. That is the Elohim, as they, as they begin to speak about in the beginning. And then if you look in the concordance, or even if you're able to get, amen, the uh, Septuagint, amen, it, it speaks about the Elohim, amen, and that is the Godhead, amen. Hold on, hold on, got my, got my phone uh, on my concordance page. Uh, that's reading it out loud. Amen. But yes, that's <clears throat> basically, amen, what God reproduced, amen, that's <clears throat> God beginning to show us, amen, when he turned, when he made the darkness and 
He had darkness in him. He brought forth light. He brought forth all the beings, the creatures, the grass, the trees, the mankind, womankind. Amen. Those, he began to reproduce. Amen. He began to add, amen, into the void that was already here. And so we should do the same thing. The boy, we may be born into this world, amen, by ourselves, but we should leave this world having things behind showing that we reproduce. Amen. <clears throat> We need to understand that this command was given to the head of the human race and to Noah later on. It was not intended to apply to in every individual, not every human being has been charged with having children. In fact, some are unable to. Nor is it intended to imply that people should have as many children as they possibly can. It does show, however, that human sexually is from God, that human sexually is from God and is to be rightfully used for procreation. It will be later that this will be for married couples. The second phrase in Genesis 1.28 expands on this thought. With the common replenish the earth and subdue it. And in the Hebrew word replenish means to fill. Amen. Go back to what I was saying. When God gave them the commandments, amen, he, he commanded out of them to replenish the earth. Amen. Because if you steady, amen, taking off of the earth, amen, you steady eating trees and doing this and, uh, 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 you know, taking the fish and things like that, you have to begin to have a process to put back, amen, in the earth. Amen. That's where seed comes from. Amen. <clears throat> when you put it in the earth, amen, that will reproduce it. See, along with reproducing, Adam and Eve were given the mandate to subdue the earth. The Hebrew word here indicates conquering and subjecting, that is, being in control of things. God's creation was good, and there were to see it, and, and they were to see to it that it remained that way. He gave them the responsibility of keeping the environment and creatures under control. Amen? That's what Adam and Eve were commanded to do, amen, was to subdue them, amen, subdue creation that God had created, amen? Keep things under control. Manage these things, amen? Don't let them manage you, amen? God put us here to subdue the earth, amen? To manage it, to take care of it, amen? Not for us to do the opposite, not to overflow, amen? <clears throat> to keep the animals under subjection, amen? Make sure that the land was taken care of, make sure that there was always fruit, amen? Reproduction going on, amen? To make sure that the fowls of the air were fed, amen. To make sure that the, the animals weren't dying, going extinct, amen. The things that we see on the earth today is not, amen, <clears throat> is not coinciding with replenishing the earth and subduing it, amen. That's many animals over many periods of years that have gone extinct. That's not subduing the earth, amen. That's not, he didn't command us to go out and just kill animals to sport. That was not a commandment by God, amen. We were to have dominion to rule and subject and subject these animals and have everything under our rule, not under our uh, 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 killership. We're not going around just killing things just because, but we got a lot of people that like to poach and people like to take can kill animals just for sport, kill rhinos just for their horns, use them from eye for ivory. Maybe people like to go and kill um different extinct animals or different rare animals and kill them in abundance just because they can sell them on the black market. That's, that's not what, what that was used for. You know? 
we'll continue reading. We're going to probably end in about 10, 15 minutes. You know, we're going to end our day because I do have to get up and man, I have to be in early today to get some things done and do some work around here with my father, you know. Apparently, man was originally. Uh, this was further explained as they're having dominion over the fish, the files of every living creature on land. All these blessings were given to Adam and Eve while they were in their unfallen state. God knew that sin would ruin his creation and make it more difficult to keep the world under control. Left it to itself, it would not remain good as it was when God first completed his creation. Amen. Apparently, man was originally created uh, vegetarian. Apparently, man was originally created vegetarian. This changing only after Noah's flood. God provided an inexhaustible supply of food by making all the herbs and trees in such a way that they would replenish themselves by seed. In this way, no matter how many people resulted from the reproduction process, they would never be without plenty. This was God's, this is how God provided for the necessary energy needed for life. And at that time, the work of caring for the garden. Amen. That's what we see. And that exactly lines up with the Bible. Amen. But in the beginning, amen, before the flood came, amen. It told them, amen, that the herbs of that barren seed would be good for me, amen, in that time. Because the seeds reproduce, amen, at a faster rate. And then as more flowers, you know, actually that's like over, man, over 100, you know, 100 million different types of species of plants. Amen. And I think that's like maybe 600,000 different species of animals. Amen. So there's way more plants, amen, than there ever was animals. So God, in the beginning, Amen. Had us eating plants. Amen. Had us vegetarians. Amen. Until God began to destroy the earth because of the wickedness of man's heart. Amen. Because man, and according to the Bible, part of evil continually. So God had to, Amen, destroy the earth. Amen. And the sinners, the people, and people that were committing sins off of it. And that's not something that God wanted to do, but. It was too much destruction, too much sin, so God had to start over. Amen. He started over with Noah's family, who Noah walked right and heard God's voice, amen, and his call. So God saved him, amen. So it was eight people that were saved, and after that, amen, we understand, which is common sense, after the flood, there's really no vegetation. There's nothing. Only the animals, amen, that were brought on the ship, that were brought on the boat, or, you know, the ark, rather. <clears throat> So when they got off, the animals, you know, they begin to reproduce or, you know, they begin to be fruitful and multiply. So we had to eat amen, the animals. And, and it was only eight people, so it was more animals than there was people. So they was I'm pretty sure they were producing at a pretty fast rate and the person could eat them. Huh? A few more minutes, and we'll be ready to close out. Amen. Uh, the Bible studies Bible uh, summarizes Genesis 1, 29 through 30. 
as follows. God provides for the needs of his creatures. The pagans believe men were created to feed the gods. Amen. That's like the gods of Baal. Amen. When the children of Israel are always taught, um, amen, always uh, uh, accused of worshiping and were worshiping, amen. Baal and Asherah, uh, the queen of heaven and, and all these other deities that needed um, sacrifices, you know, not, not animals. Well, they did require animal and also human sacrifices. <clears throat> God's statements about vegetation may include that originally God did not intend for life to be taken in order to provide food for man or beast, although it's not specifically prohibited in the text. Permission to do this specifically appears in later chapter 9, verse 3. Similar provision was made for the animal world. Every category other than those in the water we mentioned, as having been given herbs for food. These birds and everything that creeps in that case. We mentioned the beasts include both domesticated and wild animals. Both domesticated and wild animals just to be sure to understand. Amen. So we see how God, amen, began to uh, make a decree unto Noah, amen, and told them what they could eat and what they could eat, you know. Even before then, God uh, gave a commandment to Moses, I mean, to Noah, and Noah knew who the clean animals were and who the unclean animals were. So we see the law of the clean and unclean well before the Levitical law in Leviticus uh, of the 11th chapter. Amen. So there's always been, you can always see tenets of the law, amen, that was always <clears throat> before even the book of the law, which people call most, uh, the book of the law, people mostly say Moses, but we can see tenets Amen. Of the law throughout the whole beginning of the book, even before Deuteronomy started. And now, like I said, you can see what Noah what got. What Noah even knew what clean and unclean animals were. And this was like at least a thousand years before uh, before uh, Moses and the children of Israel and that were even on the scene. And you also see about sacrifice, even with Cain and Abel. Amen. And that and that sacrifice, that's dealing with the law of sacrifice. That's even before, like I said, the children of Israel and with Moses. So you'll see tenets of this in the law um, in the early in, in Genesis, even before you get to Exodus, Leviticus, Amen, Numbers, before you even get to the book of the law, you'll see certain tenets and certain references to certain laws even before <clears throat> Amen. The uh, Israelites even were on the scene. Amen. So that suggests that God, that Abraham, even as far as Abraham, when you get to Genesis about the 26th chapter, it even tells you that Abraham followed laws, statutes, and commandments, amen, of God. He was perfect. Amen. So you, you'll see that that tenet of the law was always around. Amen. Just a, you, you won't see them written out like you do in Exodus and Leviticus, but you'll definitely see different tenets of the law which, per, which permeated, amen, the scripture. Amen. So I thank God for the word this morning. Amen. With this creation story, it's getting us back to the foundation. Amen. Getting us in our mind and heart. Amen. <clears throat> Set for the course. Amen. Once we begin to look at, amen, where we came from, then we'll know where we're going. Amen. We'll understand why the world is in the shape it's in. Like the uh, old saying go, if you don't know history, you're bound to repeat it. Amen. And you'll never know you're repeating it. Why? Because you don't know history. You don't know what preceded you. Amen. So I thank God for the creation story. 
definitely uh, bringing more light and more revelation to me on this topic. And man, certain things I've known and certain things I'm, I'm like waking up to, like, okay, you know, it's beginning to uh, reveal more and more to me. So that's how I read it should be. The more you read, amen, the more understanding, the more revelation we should get, amen, according to the word of God, amen. It's things I've read all the time. I mean, scriptures, I, I feel like I, I I know it in the back of my hand, but when you quiet yourself and quiet your spirit, man, and you just sit there and read it, God will reveal something to you that you might have never even known, or you might not even, you know, you may have read it over like 10 different times, but this time and this certain day, you'd be like, oh, man, that's, that's heavy. And that's what God's word is about. God's word is about revelation, because we don't have it all. We don't have the whole picture. We don't have all the answers, amen. Even when, amen, all the studying that we could ever do, amen, that's only a, a small percentage of what God actually has for us, amen. So I thank God for the word. Thank God for his understanding. I thank God for the apostle, amen. Thank you all for listening. And I pray you come out and, uh, amen, I don't think we have any on the weekend, but we'll be back next week uh, with another mighty word, amen, on next week from the apostle, amen, and we look forward to it. Definitely praying. Amen. God speak to you all. Amen. Just pray for us. We pray for you. Amen. Let your day, amen, be. Amen. Praise him. Hallelujah. Yeah, what a powerful word. Amen. And how powerful it is to walk in divine order. You know, that is an order for us church folks. We just can't keep running in and out of the doors of the church. You know, the doors of the church is now open. Uh, many people that are born between those doors that are open, they shut up the door because when they come from their church, you know, neighbors and friends alike, they know these people. And these people is not keeping the commandments. You know, they're not uh, abiding in the law because the church itself told them that Jesus Christ is in the law. You can eat as much pork as you want to eat. You can do this. You can do that. And all that's not right and true. They've sold us a bad bill. Our European forefathers have taught us to be against this and to be against that, and it's all wrong. But I praise and I thank the Most High, that's on high, for all of the blessings and the things that he do through this ministry. Thank you all for your email for your email response. Uh, thank you all for your seed, for your seed offering. Amen. I pray over your seed offering today that God will multiply it. Amen. And will provide for every need in your life as well as in the family today. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your great outstanding support. And for those you all, amen, that would like to uh, have a prayer request, your backlog, amen, or whatever that you may be standing in need of, please hit me up at Kingdom Work, Kingdom, W-R-K, 007 at gmail.com. Or you can send all of your proceeds and blessings, amen, the P.O. Box 406, Alif, A-L-I-E-F, Alif, Texas, 77411. We will greatly respond. Have a blessed and prosperous day. Hallelujah. Selah. Shalom.